Over the last century, we have observed a huge growth in the number of people suffering from all types of colitis, the main form being the inflammatory bowel diseases, IBD. This growth is typical for developed and industrialized societies of Europe, Northern America, and Australia. From an estimated 28 patients per 100,000 people in the early 70s, we are now dealing with approximately 199 patients per 100,000 people suffering from all types of colitis each year. Although the descriptions of bowel diseases resembling cases of Crohn's disease are present in the medical literature from the 16th century, they have not become a subject of analysis until the past few decades. Growing incidents and difficulties with proper diagnosing and treating of inflammatory bowel diseases were the reasons why many studies were made over the last few decades in order to determine the cause and risk factors for these diseases. After many years of hard work, we are still not much closer to getting answers to our questions about IBD. The most popular theory, which is trying to explain why people suffer from IBDs, is hygiene hypothesis. Over the last few decades, we developed many new ways to improve our food storage conditions and to preserve our food, making it edible for longer periods of time. That and also decreased levels of consumed food contamination are the reasons why the overall frequency of enteric infections has decreased. Without having something to fight with, in that case, it would be all the pathogens causing the enteric infections. Our immune system responsible for taking care of our digestive system starts to overreact when a pathogen that in a healthy person would cause only a little inflammatory response that would limit itself and not cause any trouble shows up in the digestive system of a susceptible host, it triggers an overwhelming immune response. That leads to chronic inflammations of most of the digestive tract. Of course, now we should ask, who are these susceptible hosts? Many studies indicate that there are genes which may be responsible for susceptibility to those kinds of overwhelming inflammatory responses. This is just one of many theories trying to explain the complex nature of inflammatory bowel diseases. If we were to tell the actual state of our knowledge about IBDs, we would say that these diseases are idiopathic, which means that the processes responsible for them are not yet discovered. Right now, scientists believe that inflammatory bowel diseases originate from a combination of dysfunction of intestinal epilithium, immune mucosal tissue overreaction, and some defects in host interaction with intestinal microbiota. All those factors combined may produce a disease in a susceptible host. The image of IBDs is not yet optimistic, but if we remember the 90s, we may see that cardiovascular disease were a similar problem. Origins were not well known. We were not that good at treating them, but after a few years, we became capable of managing them. One of the factors that was so important and of great significance in our fight with cardiovascular diseases was patients' self-awareness and their ability to control risk factors responsible for the rapid onset of cardiovascular diseases on their own at their homes. It quickly revealed that if properly educated, people can easily modify their lifestyle and become immune to cardiovascular diseases by choosing a right diet or starting to exercise. We believe that self-awareness, proper diet, and managing of all yet known risk factors of IBDs are the key to dealing with this epidemic. This is why this book is written, to show patients what can be done by themselves at their homes in order to prevent the disease, to ease its natural course, or not to allow it to spread. 
The first part of this book will describe all the types of inflammatory bowel diseases, its pathogenesis and natural course if untreated. The second part will be the demonstration of all dietary possibilities, physical exercise and other supplements helping in dealing with IBDs. We believe that it will be both educating and easy to understand, and as a result will help patients in managing their disease.